This is two dudes, one coffin. All I'm right. Matt. This is Janal. Well, hello. I'm Janal, and Max. This is Max. Hi, I'm Max. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to our first podcast. Yeah, this is great. I'm excited. Great things ahead. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Great thing now. Great thing currently. Great thing currently. We have, we have many things to discuss. So. Yeah, yeah. Today. particularly today, we want to talk about Rick and Morty, right? We do. We're um, really into it, getting ready for the uh, second half of the fourth season. So I think now, now's a great time. Yeah, what is it? Down one of our favorite episodes of the season. That's for sure. So, when is that? When is that coming out? Uh, this month. I just don't know the day. Nobody knows the day. Nobody knows. Somebody knows, but that's so mysterious. They're not, they're not talking. Yeah. Well, uh, today, today we're gonna talk about season four, episode two, right? Yes, season four, episode two, the old man. The old man in the seat, right? Yes. Like Ernest, uh, Ernest Hemingway, right? Exactly. The old, old man, man in the sea. <laughs> yes. Old man in the sea. Yeah, this is definitely one of the deeper episodes. It really was um, up to par with leaving like this. You know, was it the season two um, season finale? Was it? that cliffhanger pretty deep episodes you know they've had but this is one of the deeper ones it really goes into um who rick is i think which is nice yeah he's a complicated guy huh yeah he is (laughs) very i mean he's hard to love and it looks like he um looks like he doesn't really want to love anybody no he doesn't want to let anybody in He's obviously lost something because, you know, um, we already know that he lost his wife. So there's a lot of pain he's dealing with there. Yeah. And, and gosh, what? I don't know if they've ever really touched on that too much. His wife. They haven't. They only did it on that one episode. Um, that, was that the season two finale? That's the one where they um, got into his brain or the season three um, premiere. Actually, that's the premiere. Yeah. Yeah. They, they messed with his brain and they found out that pain of his wife but it was a false story that he created so we don't actually know the story that was all made up I know exactly it wasn't even a real glimpse or was it you know it was all about the Szechuan sauce it's all it was about yeah I don't think she really blew up um, no, not in that way I doubt it yeah but anyways I wonder why he hasn't brought her back though. That, that's a good question because he has that power was there no DNA come to work with? Well, maybe the death of his wife is one of the many things that uh, made him the scientist he is now. Maybe he wasn't as capable back then. Maybe, yeah. He was still you know, coming into his, his own. Yeah, he didn't have a way of like really keeping it. It's very interesting, but also... Um, as you saw that episode, see, we're going back to that one still because it kind of connects with this one, I think. But in that episode, also, it just kind of showed that, that there was a distraction in his life and he was about to give up completely on his portal gun until his wife died. 
And so his, he, he wouldn't have been the same person unless that had happened. Yeah, look where he is now. Yeah, and so that had to have been a very pivotal point in his life. And Old Man Asi goes into that, talking about how the pivotal point in that guy's life. I don't even remember his name. Did he, ever, did he have a name in the episode? His name was Tony. Tony. Yes. Tony died. Tony died. He did. Wait, no. Did he die? Did he die? Uh, Yeah, he died skiing down a mountain. Oh, man. Yeah, so, like, let's, let's get into that. Why do you think Rick didn't kill him? That's that's a very interesting. Uh, uh, I think it's because he had, you know, because he uh, he went back and he and he shouldn't have gone back, right? He shouldn't right. have gone back to the toilet, and he did, and that kind of I don't know if, he, if Rick respected that or not necessarily, but at least enough to not leave him in that vat, just to teach him a lesson. Yeah. But also the words he said when he when he did go back about his, you know, his wife, how he talked about his wife, and so. I don't know. I think that's kind of what it comes down to, really, is that he has a little bit of respect for him, possibly. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. And they both lost their wives. Yeah. That's Tony didn't know that. See, so he was he was reaching, but but he was onto something. He was pulling his knee yeah. on. Why was Rick so hesitant to call him his friend? I don't think he'll call anybody friend. I don't no. even think he wants to admit he loves Morty, right? So... Uh, Why do you think he doesn't want friends? I don't know. He's afraid of getting hurt. I think. I honestly think that there's um, you know, he tries to put up this persona of being stronger than he really is. I mean, it's hard. It's hard enough to make friends, right? Yeah. I mean, why would you push them away or turn away new ones? Yeah. Well, you remember season what season season two? Almost all of his friends died at uh-huh. that wedding. Yeah, so that's when right. Makes, that's when right. Rick, when Rick makes friends, they just die. The that's only true. reason that, he ha- that, that Morty Morty hasn't and his family is because they're probably all clones. So they probably died many times already. That's true. They died many times, and uh, Rick and Morty learn to love uh, new versions of the same family again and again. Mm-hmm. See, Morty's the only one that might might not might actually be the original. Yeah, I think, I think I think he is. There's there, there's been no um, nothing that's been saying otherwise. But there's other, obviously there's other versions of Morty that are running around. That I mean, we've never seen Rick replace Morty. No, no, no but we know he has a ticket for one. My uh, one pre Morty, pre Morty. That's right. Oh, he that's did. Right. I don't think it's good anymore because he he destroyed the Citadel of Rick. That's right. Where are you going to find another uh, Morty? Well, he can find one in a heartbeat. Yeah. He can make one. What, what I thought was really interesting in this episode was when Tony woke up in the vat and he realized he was dreaming of an artificial heaven mm-hmm. and he saw all these other people that were hanging there from the ceilings 
and were they also dreaming of an artificial heaven or were they just dreaming of a different reality like their best reality was his best reality uh one where he's you know dead with his wife and why does rick have all these people there like he's, he's just afraid to let them get close to him yes well the answer to the first one um they're all seeing he explained it he said it connects the machine connects your um what you have to what you want so all those people are living out a fantasy yeah and that one guy's tony's just happened to be toilets in heaven with his wife and so everyone has yeah it's just it's just their own fantasies what they what they want but yeah i guess they all just tried to get close to him in in some way or just accidentally found out too much about him and he you know like he's done to every many other people he's killed them but these ones for some reason he didn't want to kill them isn't it interesting that he's trying to give all these people what they want? When yeah. you think he's just kind of a right. jerk. You're right. I didn't even I didn't even like think about that aspect that he's actually doing something for them. Yeah. <laughs> They're living out their best fantasies. Wow. It's really weird. Yes. Yeah, there's something there. He's sad. I mean, he's a sad guy. Mm-hmm. I uh, I look back at the the Unity episode. Do you remember that one? I do. The, the old girlfriend. Oh, that Isn't was probably that... the saddest one, actually. If you think about it. Remind me of how that one ended. You remember how it ended? No, I don't. Remind me how it ended. In that one, Rick goes back to the garage, really upset. He sets up uh, what looks like to be a in kamikaze machine if you know what I mean mm. yes and um, at the last minute I don't know if he passes out or he just like drops his head but the zap like it doesn't zap him oh I remember mm. yes so, he, so. he was he was drunk wasn't he I mean he's always drunk but he was like really drunk I mean that's kind of ambiguous did he pass out or was it intentional you know I, I I remember that now. I don't think it was intentional. The way it looked, it looked like he, you know he had got himself into a... just got lucky. But there's been a, there's been a few times that he's just gotten lucky. I mean, uh, the episode when Jerry tried to get him um, help those guys kill him, Whirly Durly. Whirly Durly. He he got lucky on that one. He he should have died, but he you know following him around of course now in, in this in this new receipt seeing his suit that blocks him from everything he's impervious to damage so yeah that wasn't there before so with that you know things have changed he's kind of taken some precautions because of some things that oh, he's practically immortal with a suit like that you know it's like what more do you want when you're immortal what more you do know? you want yeah i mean he's, he's he's set but he's still he's still sad so it's like the most dangerous person to him is himself. I think I think his best friend is really Morty. Anyway, oh, he is, but he won't admit it. No, he won't admit it. But he looks out for him the most, I would say. And they look out for each other, really. Yeah, but do you think the Morty... Um, I mean, I feel like the Morty perceives Rick a little bit differently than, you know, Rick perceives Morty, I guess. Well, obviously, but as in Morty, so- he's like, he's he's... Rick treats him a certain way, and I, I almost feel like that sometimes he resents him. 
for certain, yeah. for certain things at least, you know, even though he's his grandpa and he looks up to him, he does because he's so smart, right? He wants to be like him, but he also resents him for a lot of the, the, the ways that he is. Let's not forget that Rick's a shy pooper too. Oh yes, he's a shy pooper. Okay. I mean, that means he doesn't want to be around anyone. That just adds to it, I guess. Yeah, it does. I mean, let me be honest. Uh, are you a shy pooper? Yes. I mean, how how does shy pooping even exist? I mean, because there's always going to be a wall between you and so and so, or a stall. I can't. I can't really see that being a thing. I know about like shy bladder. I have a shy bladder. If if I'm standing, for example, at a urinal, you know what I mean, and there's no walls between us, and it's, I you know it's gonna be a little tough. I might be standing there for a oh, minute. Yeah. And what about you? Well, have you ever pooped in a room with somebody else standing right there? Standing there. Yeah, like like say there was a sink there and somebody was in the mirror shaving or something and you were on the toilet pooping. Has you ever is been there? there is there a stall? No, no stall. And the toilet's next to the sink. You mean like have I ever been to prison? I'm just or been in a place where you had um, one restroom and too many people to to, to have the door closed. But there, um, well, in high school the doors didn't really close, but you'd have to be a you know dummy. To hmm. want to take a a poop during like when everyone's changing and stuff like that, so you go yeah. you know during the middle of gym or whatever or something like that. Uh, yeah, in those cases, it's impossible. It's not really shy; it's just impossible. Yeah, I, I but, never. Um, I I've had to um, poop in this. That's my point. Is I've had to poop in the same room with somebody because I was living in a house that had just too many people, and so I had to use the restroom. Someone was already. And I had to go, right? So I had to do it. But it's not something you ever get used to. So I'm definitely a shy pooper. I prefer no one was there. This pool table. It's, it's, and the pool table had had a little 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 restroom with toilet in and sink, right? No shower. Uh, the right off the pool room. And so he, during parties, he would just go in there and just start pooping with the door open. And everybody was just like, what? He was definitely not a shy pooper. Um, that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something that a, a drunk guy would do. Yeah, yeah, he didn't really drink, so no excuses there. I don't uh, drink a lot now, but back in college, you know, I had a good time from time to time. Not saying uh, you should or <laughs> anyone else should drink, but uh, I remember I had this problem where. I'd be having fun and uh, maybe fun with a a lady or something like that, you know. And uh, <laughs> if, I, like that. If, if I was really, if I was, you know, pretty drunk, I had at least three, you know, probably maybe a couple more. Uh, <laughs> I would jump up and like open the door <laughs> and like. Uh, yell down the hall, <laughs> you know, to everyone in the dorm. Uh, I just had sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're not shy about having sex. 
Uh, yeah, I would be now. Uh, but now I'm 30, so it's a little different. Yeah, it is. And then, yeah, you don't know who's going to be there. It's not the same if it's not all your friends in college. It could be your landlord. Who knows? Your grandma. Uh, yeah, exactly. You don't want them you just had sex. Nobody's gonna know, and I, I, you don't uh, bring that into your. If you're hanging out with your family, you're not really theoretically. That's not really going on at the same time, probably. Nope. If you know what I mean. Not even in the same house. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. When I was younger, though, obviously, but I was I was quiet then. Yeah, you know, you keep, you know, your kid. You're gonna do what kids, yeah. you know, try to get get away with. I'm not as quiet as I was back then, though. So. It doesn't work anymore. Uh, TMI, TMI. So, you know, shy pooping. Uh, yeah, Rick's a shy pooper. Rick's, uh, he doesn't have a lot of friends left. Mm-mm. Rick's uh, only companion is his grandson. Yes. And he's it's literally hard. the only one that knows him. So It's hard to make friends, right? It is, especially being Rick. Well, especially for him, yeah. You don't know you can trust. Most people are trying to kill him. I mean, I don't have that many local friends um, in LA. What about you in Hawaii? Uh, a few, mostly um, business friends through um, through music. So that's about the extent of it. <laughs> I think as you get older too, you hang out more with business associates and. Yeah. yeah. Quasi friends. But at least it's something to go do something with, you know. It is, yeah. But I mean, honestly, when when I have the fr- my free time, you know, I'm I'm more wanting to relax and kind of wind down on my own. So that's usually what I do. I mean, I don't like like going out more specifically. I mean, if friends want to come over, that's one thing. But I don't really go out as much as I used to, just because it's you know it's just so busy out there. There's a lot of stuff going on, and everybody out there looking for something. Not really my scene anymore. And and at this stage, you're trying to save money in life. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to grow and get to the next stage. Exactly. Just stay at home and watch Rick and Morty. It's cheaper. Uh, uh yeah. Oh. Uh, or just God. I think I've probably seen every episode of season one and season two. Um like four or five times each wow yeah yes i've watched them yeah about that at least um definitely um some some great episodes in there but i'm i'm really looking forward to uh the future of what's gonna happen with rick and also i've really been enjoying it in this episode they gave jerry a lot more screen time you know and so i really enjoy having jerry screen time because there's such a great arc there the story arc that he's been going on has been amazing uh the amazing story arc is I don't know if I see it the same as you. I see it as he's a dummy. He is most of the time. It's like they're trying to give him something like his, like he or he's trying to find something. I guess something, you know. He just feels separated from everybody. He's been separated from the family, and it came down to it that Beth told him that she picks her dad over him. So he's trying to find his place in the family. Yeah, but then towards the end, didn't she kind of acquiesce that and? go back on it and say you know she chooses uh, Jerry oh yeah that's when he, when Rick was gonna kill him 
Uh, yeah, or like when they were on, um, somewhere around when Rick took them to the the planet and was hiding out before he turned himself in. Oh, yeah. I think she's starting to lose faith in her dad. And just, just after that, you know. I don't know. He's working on his, on his relationship, too, so it's like they finally got the first um, Jerry Morty um, team up little adventure. That was the yeah. first one, right? Jerry and Morty? Yeah, yeah. that was the first Jerry and Morty um, adventure. But So I don't know. I've, I've just been enjoying that story arc because I feel like they're going to go even farther with Jerry. You know, He's... He's oh yeah, he is. Yeah, he is just a dummy. He's not. He's not super deep or anything. But what they're, what they're using him for in the family and how they're using him is a, like almost the opposite of Rick. To the complete opposite. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, like a total, like an. Uh, I don't know if you call him an innocent, but uh, a naive because it, you know it's like he's ignorant. That's why he's innocent. Definitely ignorant. Definitely. Yes. I mean, but like, think about it like this, though, for yourself, right? Would you rather go through life being the smartest guy in the room all the time and always be like thinking about a bunch of stuff that may make you unpleasant and uh, unhappy and worrying all the time, or would you rather be an idiot? And I don't think there's a lot of I don't use the word idiot really a lot, but I mean like. Would you rather be somebody who just doesn't really know what's going on and just goes through life blissful, blissfully ignorant? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Um, who would you? Who do you? Who do you want to be? I don't know. That's a very di- difficult question because I feel like I've been both in my life at different points. So maybe um, when you were younger, right? Yeah, when I was younger, it's definitely a lot less stressful um, going through life just being ignorant and not, and even by choice, even if it's like I just don't want to think about that stuff. You just kind of cancel it out. When we're younger, right? Yeah, it's fun. When we're it's younger, easy. we just go through. We're kind of like skating around. Mm-hmm. We're just lucky if we don't slip up too much, right? Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you can't go back. So, I mean, I mean, you can't go back ever, but I mean, sometimes you do certain things that you can't, you know, come back from. So. Relationships. Yeah, it's been a lot of time in relationships. Sometimes, a lot of time. A lot of time when we're younger, we think what we're doing is right. Yeah. Uh, we might have to spend a few more years growing up to realize what life is about. Yeah. And then uh, a few years after that, we think it's about something totally different. And exactly. uh, I'm betting you 10 years from now, our perspective is going to be so upside down we won't even remember how we felt now yeah it's going to be completely different I was looking at my um, my yearbook and I saw a picture of myself and I was like man I was, I, I was like geez I don't even remember who I was or how like you know what I thought about back then the way I dressed the way my hair was everything was different man how did you how did did you have a big fro no, it was it was long. It was um, like ringlet curls. They went down. It was all the way down across uh, my shoulders. No. But I didn't no. comb my hair back then. I never combed it. I comb it now in the shower. I, I never, I never knew. No one ever showed me how to comb curly hair. Really? Oh my god! Heard the dreadlocks out in, in class. Were you like Weird Al Yankovic? 
I looked like him a little bit, yeah. And I had like a uh, little, little mustache thing on a, on a goatee. Not like his, mine looked different than his. He had just had a mustache, I think. But if I shaved the, um, the goatee up, I wouldn't look like him. Well, okay, I gotta ask you this, okay? Because we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think you said you don't like Weird Al. I do like Weird Al. I just, um, his, his, um, he, he doesn't really, he writes songs, he does. But what he's been made famous for is for changing people's songs, taking, um, pretty much covering them and, and changing the lyrics. So I don't really, they're like some songwriters. You don't consider him a songwriter. Consider him an but, entertainer. Really clever for the way he can change the songs. Like, um, but I guess if you thought about it, you could just you could make it out of, make a song out of anything and just pick lyrics that rhyme. You know, exactly. And but, just just to be clear, I'm not saying that it's his songwriting. He does write songs. I'm not saying that that is just entertainment. That that's one thing. But his covers and his his parodies that's entertainment. That's that's covering some yeah. song just the There's fun. It's it's humor. So, uh, but yeah. some songs can be humorous, but still be like an original thing, and you know, be more like a, uh, a just a fun, funny song, I guess. I don't know, a joke song, like "Flight of the Concords." Yes, now more like that. That's like okay. I got, you. I got you. Okay, okay. Yeah, I I feel like there's a difference. There's when I, when I was growing up, I was only allowed to listen to Christian music. And oh, the way, I, the way I got into all the bands I liked was through a band called Apologetics. You know what Apologetics is? It's a, it's a, um, you know, the word for um, defending your faith. Okay. No, I've never heard that. It's mostly specifically for Christian faith, but I guess you could stretch it to any faith. But anyway, uh-huh. so the band t- took that name, and so they did what Weird Al does, but they changed them to Christian lyrics. Right? Like, what's that song um, by um, uh, Simon and Garfunkel? Uh, it was, but they changed. They changed to Cornelia. Cornelius instead of um, what was her name? It was some chick they were singing to. Anyway, they changed Cornelius, which was the guy that one of the guys that was <laughs> the Roman soldiers, right, in the Bible. Oh, so. Celia, Celia, Celia. Yeah, they changed it. Like Celia, Celia. Yep, they changed to Cornelius because they changed to a Bible name. It's a Bible Cornelius. story. And that's the first time I ever heard Marcy Playground, which is Sex and Candy, and um, their version was called Second Timothy. Second Timothy. <laughs> you see, so you see what I'm saying. So that is how I got second. into a lot of the music. Yeah, um, I read Second Timothy. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that. It's that's kind of like you know, yeah. That got me into a lot of music. I was not allowed to listen to. Yeah. Oh shoot. Okay, so that's why you don't like parody because when you were coming up in the Christian church, they did a lot of stupid parody songs. Yeah, I, I still enjoy them as as you know, fun. They're fun. That's a, that's that, that's about the extent of it, though. I don't consider it I like mean, art or anything like that. I I I like. I think Weird Al's so successful that I I consider him an artist. I don't know. Well, yeah, he does write songs though. He writes his own stuff. He does put some of his stuff on there. His polka things. He does. Yeah, he's a, he's a polka artist. He writes a lot of polka songs. I mean, he's a very talented guy. Yeah, he is. And he's got crazy hair. He's still around. I mean, he's still putting out albums, though. I mean, and he's still selling albums way more than I have. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, I was about to say, uh, how's your new album coming? It's coming very well. I have a um, trumpet player and a saxophone player coming in um, next week, hopefully. So, 
Yeah. It'll be my first time having, um, uh, getting to record saxophone and trumpet. Doing a little bit of ska if you have trumpets and uh, saxophones? Yeah, that's actually the point of I'm trying to uh, really cross that barrier. Um, I don't write ska stuff, but I haven't got the trumpet and the saxophone to really give it that ska sound. So it's gonna be like a little bit of no doubt, a little bit of no doubtish, a little bit of no doubtish, um, and a lot like Aquabats. I've been listening to Aquabats a lot. I remember when I was in uh, middle school, I had a friend. He was really into ska, I think, and he was into a band called Tiger Army. Was that a thing? Oh, I love Tiger Army. Yeah, they're they're more considered uh, rockabilly. Okay. Yeah, if you want to really break down the genre, uh, but man, that's one of my favorite bands. They're the best, in my opinion, the best rockabilly band for me. So, do you recommend them? Oh, I do. Would you even call No Doubt ska though? Like maybe their early stuff. Their early stuff would be ska all the way up to um, Tragic Kingdom would be the last one I would consider ska. After that, yeah. um, um, some something about Saturn was after that. Um, that one was had a couple ska tunes on it. Other than that, it was pretty much into their later stuff, their their pop stuff. And then what what was after that? Was that the album after that? I remember I had it in middle school. It was the one um, that was like red and white and Rock black. Steady. I think rocks, and that was just totally different. Completely different, and they completely changed the sound. I mean, and they never went back to that because after that, Gwen Stefani's solo stuff came out of it, which sounded just like That's- it. That's true. Yeah, it's very, very, very. Yeah. Did you hear their new album? They put a new album out like two years ago. Really? Yeah. It sounds. It sounds like their um, older stuff. I mean, not, not their oldest. I mean, their their um, pop stuff still. Um, but it sounds super heavy produced. Uh, I didn't. I didn't eh. watch it. I really didn't. I didn't. Um, it wasn't like anything special for me. I still like their old stuff. And actually, my favorite stuff is their really old stuff that they were. Um, um, like Total Hate 98 Total Hate 95 is one of the songs they did with Bradley Knoll from Sublime. Uh-huh. So but way back then they were they were complete ska. There was there was no doubt about it. No doubt. Exactly. You like that? Uh, Good one, Janelle. You tied that one all the way all the way in. Yes, all the way. I took it all the way. Yeah. Another one, okay, so yeah. if, if you want to get into ska, just throwing a band name out there. Skank and Pickle um, used to play with Sublime back in the day. I don't know if they're around anymore, but Skank, skank and, Pickle. and Pickle. Yeah, the the dance they do for ska music is called the Skank. Oh, okay, okay. See, you see how much I know about ska. I know so much about ska. I'm like, oh yeah, Skank and P- Spank and Rickle. <laughs> oh, that's a good episode name. You gotta send it to him. Spank and Rickles. That's right. Actually, there's a really cool picture online of Skank and Pickle Rick. It's, it's their logo, but with Pickle Rick and Tim. Really? Yep. It's pretty sweet, man. You're going to have to... I'll send it to you, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to send that to me. Yeah. Uh, I, um... I was thinking... Um... To finish the day... The first podcast, right? Yeah. I would um, tell you about the featured article of the day on Wikipedia. Okay. Article of the day. Do you want to know what's going on on uh, on Wikipedia? 
I do. Okay. Uh, let me tell you what's going on in the news, actually. Uh, in China, a new strain of coronavirus infects more than 200 people, killing four. Wow. Ugh, that's, uh, that's not good. Uh, I don't know. It's just a blurb. All right, next blurb. Uh, Mikhail Mush Mishustin. I apologize. I apologize, uh, Russians. Okay, is appointed prime minister of Russia following the resignation of Dmitry Medvedev and his cabinet. What do you think about that, General? I don't really know much about um, Russian politics. I will have to read up on this. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't have to know anything. I, 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 all I can say is, as a Ukrainian man, <laughs> um, I really don't give a, anything about it because uh, long live the Ukraine. Uh, next blurb: Scientists announce that pre-solar stardust grains in the Murchison meteorite formed five to seven billion years ago and are the oldest solid material found on Earth today. I butchered that. Hold on. Scientists announced that pre-solar stardust grains in the meteorite formed five to seven billion years ago that and are the oldest solid material found on Earth. Okay, they wrote they just wrote that wrong. Okay. Uh, anyway. Anyway. I was like, wait, I can't read for a second. Scientists announced it. Yeah, they just wrote it wrong. All right, so they found out that the the dust is five to seven billion years old, and yeah. uh, the oldest solid material found on Earth today. Tell me this, okay? Because you studied the Bible, right? A lot. Yeah. Um, how old is the Earth supposed to be? So that's the thing. Um, the uh, people don't um, realize how how long Genesis technically could be because the first two days. Before the sun, um, before the sun and the moon were were, were created, there was two days, right? Mm-hmm. There was still there was still light and dark to dictate. You know, there was a difference, but there wasn't there wasn't the uh, the changing. So basically, the days weren't set yet. So how long the days could have been? It could have been billions of years. We don't know how long those those first few days were, and there's nothing in the Bible that states that. So that being said, this this could it could just go you know exactly with the Bible. There could be materials on the earth that are that old easily. Okay, so the Bible is not really sure. The Bible doesn't state. It doesn't state, but it also doesn't state that the, the Earth is only 2,000 years old. Um, that is just um, people, uh, I mean, that's just people stating I mean, that it's people. only 2,000 years old since the the alleged birth of Christ, right? Okay, yeah. So, but basically, uh, according to their their, uh, their dating, assuming the first two days are only, only 24 hours each, then uh, that would disprove everything right because if you're saying that there's materials that are older than seven billion years then that wouldn't work out but according to the bible it doesn't actually state that there were 24 hours per day for those first two days so yeah i believe that there could be uh, stuff on the earth that's that old i think this earth's been here for a long time for at least seven billion years okay i very agree slow process the creation process very slow sometimes i agree okay okay Moving on to the next one. 
We're gonna click on five random Wikipedia articles, okay? Alright. Number one. We're hitting the random button. Literally hit the Oh no. Okay. This is not good. Uh I can't even say this. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first random article is about a, a plane and the plane is called the the Fock Wolf <laughs> The Fock Wolf A sixteen. That's spelled uh, F-O-C-K-E <laughs> dash W-U-L-F. The Fock Wolf A-16 was a German 3-4 passenger light transport monoplane designed by Heinrich Fock. Oh, okay, and George Wolf. And was the first design built by the newly formed Fock Wolf Company. Where are they at now? Well, uh... Let's see. Can you buy stocks? Uh, no, they're not around anymore. So, uh, they they, they went out of business. What do you? So, what do you think about that, Joe? Well, I want. I want to see a picture of this thing. It's a plane, you said, right? Is it? It's a fighter plane. Uh, yeah, it's the Fock Wolf. Sounds pretty, pretty, uh, um, pretty hardcore plane. Like it might have done a lot of damage in one of the wars. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool. I can say this, okay? I can say this as a uh, as a Jewish American, okay? I uh, don't care about any German planes. Okay, next article. <laughs> uh, neophasia. Do you know what neophasia is? No. Okay, neophasia is a genus of period butterflies found in North America. Uh, what do you think about butterflies? Oh, I love them. I do. Um, especially the caterpillars. I get to watch them turn into butterflies if I'm patient enough. Have you ever caught a butterfly? No. Oh, well, I, okay, okay. I Actually, I have. I have. And it's kind of bad, but my, my niece had a butterfly catching net. and we went out But it's not very nice. I like to wait till they land on me. Uh, you, what did you do with them? Oh, I eat them, of course. They're good. What? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Pet them? I don't know. What do you do with butterflies? Uh, uh, did you know how to transport them? No, I don't. How do you... Uh, well, I saw this on a show. You catch them, and they put them in little, like, pieces of wax paper flat. Like, and then they, like, you know, loosely put them in, like, that envelope. And they were pretty much, like, flat. And then they pulled them out miraculously, and then they all... Most of them came back to, they were like stiff and then they bring them out and they just pop back to life. Yeah. It was really weird. I That's know. crazy. Yeah. Well, like, put like a, a fly in the freezer, then you can freeze them and then um, thaw them out with them back to life. Or is it you got to put salt on them, something like that? And salt on a butterfly? No, no, on a regular fly. Oh, regular fly. Not, not, not one of the butter ones, just, they're just the regular kind. Those are not as attractive. Uh, I, I don't know how flies and butterflies even got the same name. Like you because know. Um, they both fly, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> fam, the same genus, maybe. Um, I wouldn't call them a genius, but yeah, sure. Okay, so article number. This is totally random. Myung Rai Hyung is a uh, North Korean football player and manager. He is. Currently 93, 
He was born in April, just like me. Um, and uh, I mean, he was the first. Let's see. He was the manager of the North Korea national football team in the 1966 FIFA World Cup when they became the first Asian team to reach the second round of the World Cup. Wow, that's pretty impressive reaching the second round. I would think I wouldn't think that's such a big deal, but well, that is pretty impressive. I couldn't do it. The second I know, I mean it is very impressive, but I mean you think they'd be they'd want to get to the championship. I don't know. I don't know anything about soccer. I don't know anything about North Korea. Um, but I love North I love everyone. So you know. it reminds me of something I was watching the other day and this guy was the most decorated um amateur um, racer in America or in the world, I guess. And he's never gone beyond amateur though. He's only just continued to compete in, in amateur. And so he's won more than anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. Does he have a lot of prize money? Yeah, prize money. He's got, yeah, he's got all the stuff. He was on um, this new show on Netflix called um, Hyperdrive. And he, oh, wow. he wrecked his car right away. He he didn't even pay, make it past the past, even didn't even finish the track. He just destroyed his car completely. He wasn't that good. Not at that, anyways. <laughs> huh, no, it doesn't sound like it. Oh hey, so talk about cars real quick. There's a I'm I'm on this website as well, Wikipedia. Did you know on this day in 1981, the DeLorean Motor Company completed their first production car production of the of the first DeLorean. Oh, on this day in 1981, and uh, DeLorean was created. Does it say when they went out of went out of business? <laughs> no, but it does say that they're making they're making the new um, DeLorean. What? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yes, they are creating a new DeLorean. Um, so far, that hasn't actually been. It was supposed to come out in like tw- in this year, actually, but um, I don't think it's going to make it yet. I'm not sure who who took over um, creating it because. The guy, um, you know, you know what happened to him, right? Was it like an Irish company or like a Scottish company or something? The guy? Um, I can't. I think he was. I, I honestly think he was, he was American. Um, his name was John Delorean, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah, he's um okay. born in the U.S. So yeah, he's American. He was, that was um, like something like the Republic of something like had to do with like building it or something like that. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, he was the a Delorean. Drug what he was a drug runner he he um he, he paid for the, the the entire thing um trafficking cocaine and that, that's how he got busted that's what happened to the company that's why the company never continued or whenever went on because he got he got busted and got shut does steven uh steven spielberg and everyone at universal know this Didn't um, you know that uh, Back to the Future vehicle? It was um he was um charged in eighty two. So um when when did Back to the Future come out? Oh, eighty five. Oh, eighty five. Okay, there you go. You know, of course, <laughs> you did, of course. No, that, that was number two though. That was number because they went back to eight. Oh wait, yeah, you're right. No, no, I think it started eighty five. Yeah. Okay, uh, but to clear, up, to clear up my statement, so they didn't actually shut down DM, uh, DMC. What happened to DMC was while he was going through trial. It went bankrupt. Just to clear that up, so they didn't actually shut it down. He, um, yeah, can't do both. Can't go to jail and run a business, I guess. The Unless DeLorean he... Motor. Yeah. Yep, DeLorean Motor Company. As I understand, they have like a pretty fierce following. 
Um, try to buy a used DeLorean now. See how much it'll cost you. I, I've been I've been looking for them, dude. They're expensive. One of these days, I'll have one. Believe you me. Is it going to go uh, really fast? No. It's only going to go 80 miles per hour. Tops. If you can't go to 88, it's just no good. It, it only goes to 88. <laughs> okay, next article. We're on... This is article number... Random number four. All right. Only uh, two more to go. Allahabad address. That's the name. Oh no, it's the name of a speech. Allahabad address. The Allahabad address is a speech by British Indian born scholar Sir Muhammad Iqbal, one of the best known in Pakistan history. It was delivered by Iqbal during the 25th annual session of the All India Muslim League on the afternoon of Monday 29, 1930 in India he outlined of an independent state for Muslim majority provinces in northwestern India thus becoming the first politician to articulate what would become known as the two nation theory that Muslims are a distinct nation and thus deserve political independence from other regions and communities of India uh, okay the other blurbs were a lot shorter um, what do you think about Indian India and uh, Indian people getting their independence from the British. I think that's amazing. I think it's about time. I'm very happy for them. Yeah. I hope that they, um, you know, that they get independence fairly quick too, that it's all it happens fast and not having to. Um, how long ago was that? When did that happen? Um, uh, I don't know, but I have seen the movie Gandhi. Have you seen Gandhi? It's pretty good. Um, I, the it's so long. Gandhi's so long that um, if you ever had a copy of the DVD, it was like um, two discs. <laughs> Get it? You never heard that before, huh? Okay, this is gonna be the uh, this is our last article, random article of the day. Uh, this is about Lystein. Lysine is a village and a former municipality in the district of Atmarkrist, Salzbedal, 